You're listening to Off the Record on KBVR Corvallis. You're listening to KBVR Corvallis. This is DJ Florite, and today we have Moon Tower in the studio today with us. They're going to play a live set and then come into the DJ booth for an interview. So here is Moon Tower. Look how they shine for you. 
This is Moon Tower. Live from Corvallis, Oregon. Live from Corvallis, Oregon. This is this is <laughs> this is my best radio voice. I think it's pretty good. Did I just turn anyone down? No. No. We are a band called Moon Tower. We're from Los Angeles. California. California. Is there another Los Angeles? Yeah, yeah, yeah just specify. Okay, it's be- yeah. There's a lot of Orange Counties, but there's only one Los there's, Angeles. There's there's many Los Angeleses. We we try and not let Jacob in on the know on the rest of the Los Angeleses. If you're listening, then don't tell Jacob about the rest of the Los Dan Los Angeleses. Anyways, Tom has a Tom mic. Tom almost said Lost Angeleses. <laughs> he he has a mic for once in his life. He's just hamming it up. Yeah, we're a band called Moon Tower. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we're gonna play a song off our new album, Air Take Care, called State of Mind. How long have you been sleeping? Missed you doing this night. I guess it's only you and I know Going on TV three small payments for after life I wasn't leaving you behind this time Maybe this is better Maybe it's all we've got Maybe we just take it a day by day by day It's, it's just, just a state of mind State, state of mind What is Heaven. It's just a state of mind, state, state of mind. What if this is heaven? Our friends are resurrected, they miss the entropy. No joy without finality. They said the afterlife is nice, wouldn't be that twice. Maybe it's a driving pain. Black and white, maybe this is better Maybe it's all we've got Maybe we just take it a day by day by day It's just a state of mind Stay, stay of mind What if this is heaven? It's just a state of mind Stay, stay of mind What if this is heaven? So you should do what you want, I don't care to What you want, I don't care to What you want, if we just take care of each other Take it a day by 
day by day. Well, it's just, just a state of mind, state, state of mind. What if this is heaven? It's just a state of mind, state, state of mind. What if this is heaven? So you should do what you want. I don't care to do what you want. Yeah, you should do what you want If we just take care of each other If we just take care of each other Yeah, you've been so hard on yourself I think it's past the point of love Thank you So we just released our debut album. It's called Air Take Care. Season two, Air Take Care. Season two, Air Take Care. Um, and it's an album that is about reconnection. It's about having tough conversations with people you love um, and trying to learn something about yourself in the process. Um, and then this next song we're going to play is the first track off that album called Where Do We Go From Here?
turn to my dust. I just grew up and left you. to get here today, so excuse the voice cracks. <laughs> we had a show last night in Portland. We've been on tour with Sub Radio, playing a, a big, you know, electric show. This is our acoustic show right now, but we're so thankful for uh, everyone here at K-Beaver, K-Beaver having us on and letting us do the, uh, the acoustic thing. And let the record show I haven't cussed once yet. Jacob's not going to break the one rule at all. No Correct. way. We don't even joke about the that. The fines that would come of such a thing. They're we crazy. We don't have the funds for we it. Don't have the we, don't, we don't have the funds for it. You would put us in debt with your mouth. If I <laughs> Let's break that. Hey, hey there, Welsh. <laughs> Let's keep this family, family program, okay? We're going to play a song called Long Hair, which is from our first EP we ever put out. So would it kill you too? 
Thank you so much. We should play one more song called 1990-something. Okay. The sub radio guys are listening live <laughs> right now. so I'm, I'm We'll see you after commercial break. <laughs> Thank you. We are back. I've got Moon Tower in the DJ booth with hello, me right hello. now. Hey, hey, hey. Hello. So since the last time you were on our airwaves, you've released your debut album. That we have. How does it feel? Very good. Very good. Huge weight off the shoulders. Very happy to be on the other side of this. Yeah. And you're also on tour right now. And you just played in Portland last night. Yes. What has been your favorite moment from tour so far? We're super fortunate to be out with this band called Sub Radio, who may be listening. They just texted us. What's up, dudes? Everybody should go check out Sub Radio. They are this incredible band out of Washington, D.C. And they, we like met on Twitter, I guess. Or like they sort of like asked who they should bring out on tour. And I guess a lot of their fans or our fans saw the tweet and they just kind of made it happen, which is really special. So I think our favorite moment of this tour has just been getting to know them. Um, And the rooms that we're playing are pretty big and pretty full. Um, So it's just a lot of new faces every night. 
And it's just been really amazing to get back to some places that we haven't been in a while and also play in completely new places. Like we just played in Vancouver for the first time, first time ever the Moon Towers played in Canada. So it's been pretty special so far. We've been we've been very lucky to do uh, quite a bit of touring since the pandemic. But for whatever reason, they were uh, the routing just avoided the Pacific Northwest like the plague. So we were, I think, especially grateful to be where we were last night in Portland and also played. We played a little acoustic show in Seattle and just being up back in the Pacific Northwest because we've been around the States and been fortunate to play a lot of shows recently. But up there was really cool. Good to be back. What are your tour essentials? What have you been bringing with you? Ooh, oh, that's good. We tour like really light. I actually don't know how we tour so light. We tour in like an SUV. So like we already tour in like a small car, but then I feel like we're pretty, we don't have like a lot of crazy needs, the three of us. Like you give us some bottles of water. Yeah, we'll, we'll, and we'll be like able good. to last. <laughs> We're just like, we're like succulents. <laughs> I, I'm, I drink coffee. Oh yeah. I got, I, coffee's a tour essential you don't for even, me. Like, Tom drinks like gas station coffee. Like, no, yeah. yeah I, I just, it's not like we're stopping at nice places. Like, yeah. You should be trying like all the local coffee shops from all the cities. I don't drink I don't coffee. Think. So oh, if, well, you, if you I'm the only to. coffee drinker and yeah, I mean, I like having a nice coffee. I've recently gotten AeroPress and I've gotten very into making my own coffee. Uh, I've gotten very, very into the dialing in of that process, but that's not a tour essential at all. That's a back home essential. I think we, I think we pride ourselves. Maybe it's, yeah, maybe it's an ego thing. I'm just being like very low maintenance. Low maintenance. <laughs> I think it's. I'm Devin's, sure there are tens of people in our life who would disagree about us being low maintenance. Devin's not this, <laughs> but, but I think that at, in, at the heart, we kind of do have like a Midwestern. Jacob and I are both born in Missouri, and I think Dev's got the same sensibility where we just like to be as as out of the way as humanly possible. Yeah, good way to be. <laughs> I wish we could answer your question though. Like essentials, I guess podcasts will get us through. Yeah. What was the one we were listening to yesterday with all the comedians? The Strike Force Five. Oh yeah, all the late night hosts. <laughs> all the late night hosts have joined together to make a podcast to support the WGA and SAG. Oh, cool! I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's silly. Kimmel, <laughs> Fallon, Colbert, Colbert, Seth Meyers, and John Oliver. Yeah, John there you Oliver. go, John Oliver. Oh, someone. cool. Yeah. I'll have to add that to my rotation. It's, good. it's chaos, but it's funny chaos. I like chaos. <laughs> Chaos is my job in our Discord. We do a Wednesday chaos. If anyone listening wants to join our Discord, Wednesday is the day when I pop in. And sometimes it's not Wednesday, which is even more chaotic. You can't plan chaos. You can't plan chaos. Well, how do these shows that you've been playing on this tour compare to how when you started playing house shows and just now a radio set? I mean, we literally used to bring our own sound system, stage and lighting to backyards at colleges. Like we didn't ever come up to Oregon, but yeah, like colleges all up and down the coast of California. So we're just like, it's great to have a sound system now. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Infrastructure is a luxury, but I think we did that. Yeah. The spirit of the the show is the same. same, It's all about live music. It's all about the interaction with the crowd. Like we play we don't like play this, like the literal same set every night. I mean, a lot of nights it is very similar, but like what makes the shows different night to night really is the crowd and what energy the crowd is going to bring to you. And I think we learned how to 
make a show like a two-way conversation with the crowd doing those small shows um like at radios and stuff like that and then like the even the big shows that we did in like college backyards when there's like 500 kids there that have no idea who you are and you have to have you're playing a set of un, like music they've never heard and yeah, like, when i'm over yeah how are you going to win this crowd over uh how are you going to like help them have a great night and i think that's like the responsibility that we've always felt as performers is to you know, people are like paying money, they're spending their time, they're coming to see you in a place. I think we feel like a responsibility to help them have a great night. And I think like what we've learned probably over the years is that if we have a good time and we're enjoying ourselves, like people usually will. Um, and so it's that like non-selfishness of putting yourself first as a, as an artist. Yeah. Selflessness. But it's like selfish. It's like kind of selfish, but it's not. I, I'm picking up on you what you're putting down. It's, it's, yeah, it's almost a, it's like, if it's, it's circular yeah, it's, in a way, yeah. it's, if you are thinking about what am I trying to do here? I'm trying to give the people the best show that they deserve for spending their time and money to be there. Then the best thing I can do for them is probably have the best time that I can have on stage. And then it becomes for me. It's for everyone. Everyone's got to have a good time. Everyone's got to go. Yeah. How do you deal with nerves? I just hate the time. I don't really get nervous playing shows. Uh, I just like hate the time between like we set everything up and then we're not on stage. It's like a two hour window where I think I could like probably find some like yoga. I could probably like do yoga or something, but I'm just like, let's get this. Let's do this. I want to, I want to get on that stage. I solve my nerves with water drinking, like heavy water drinking. So I'm saying I have an emotional support water bottle here. This goes with me everywhere. These two are much better at being hydrated than I am. Because well, you're hot. I'm a hot guys don't need to be hydrated. Hot people don't drink water. It's, you know this correlation. <laughs> right? the, yeah. hot, the, the hotter you are, the less water you is drink. Lack of lack of hydration is my girl dinner. <laughs> For girl no, dinner, girl I'm, dinner I'm is having not about, lack of water. No, it's girl dinner is not about starving yourself or I know that or for the sure. dehydration. We are not equating. It's it's a random assortment of drinks and snacks so that you do eat something. <laughs> okay, there you go. Well, he doesn't. He's like ninety years old. He doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> understand the culture. See small things on the internet, and then I try to integrate them, and I ultimately misuse them. It <laughs> tends to be what happens. That's how I kill my nerves. Is I, <laughs> I get on the internet, I, I really lean into something that I've completely misunderstood, and then uh, he plays a show. Turn That's into cool. a pun. These guys roll their eyes, and we play a show. There you go. So you guys all met in school for music. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to someone studying music in school? Play every show. You got a show opportunity, do it. That's not just for students either. I mean, I think that's for anyone that aspires to be a musician that wants to perform. We've never said no to a show. I mean, we were talking about this beforehand. Moon Tower is wildly, wildly bookable. If you you have a show you'd like us to come play, there's a good chance we can try and make it happen. It is our favorite thing to do is I think be on stage and, and uh, like we were talking about earlier, just kind of uh, putting on a performance that feels like it's, it's worth the time that it, uh, that it takes. But we, we wouldn't have been anywhere. We didn't even release music until we were playing some pretty decently big stages. We just focused entirely on, how many shows can we possibly play in how many backyards? Some of our favorite shows are playing to zero people or two people or something like that. 
And because of that, we've been lucky enough to work our way to playing for, you know, like last night was a big, was a big room in Portland. Yeah. I think if, if you're in school, first of all, like it should be said, like college isn't necessary for everybody, especially music school. There's tons of people out there. The vast majority of artists didn't go to music school, but if you're there, if you're going to be anywhere, make the most of it, take every opportunity, take every class, get to know every professor. School is like this one unique time in your life where like you get to have this like new puppy dog like vibe to you. Mm -hmm. And like everybody else in the world seems to look at students with like this desire to help. I think what's like what I didn't realize until a professor literally told me that was like the outside world wants to help you right now because you have this label student and it's really powerful. You can send an email to anybody and they're going to be more likely to say yes to a cup of coffee or, or something because you're like, I go to this school and I'm trying to learn. And I think more than your classes that you take almost like that is what I would say is the most valuable thing about being a student. Yeah, I, I did that. Also, there's, there's something that we experienced when we were students uh, that probably exists everywhere, especially in music. Um, there's a thing where if you're, sometimes if your colleagues or your fellow students are succeeding or killing it, it feels like it can be um, at your detriment or something or that you're losing a competition. Like when someone gets the, the, the playlist and the management and then, then they're playing the labels and the festivals. Suddenly you feel like, what have, what have I done? I'm, I must be failing. Um, I think most of, if not all of the success that moon tower has had has been, um, because we've surrounded ourselves with people that are killing it. If your friends succeed, if someone, you know, even tangentially succeeds, you succeed by knowing them. All boats rise is something that I think has been universally true in, in our experience, but was especially true in college and was a, was kind of a counterintuitive mindset to break out of that whole like competition one. Yeah. Everyone's here to help each other out. Yeah. Yeah. There's enough space. Is there an artist that influences your work that people might not expect? Good question. Ooh. I mean, we talk a lot about Daft Punk, like interviews and stuff but I just don't think for maybe the people who are sort of like currently in our like community or or fan base, like it's not a type of music that they may listen to a lot, but like French house is insanely influential to this band, both like in the actual sonics of French house. And when I say French house, I'm like talking about like Ed Banger records, like early two thousands, like literally like house music from France. So it's like, uh, Justice and Sebastian and uh, obviously Daft Punk, um, Mr. Wazo and stuff like that. It's this very like raw in your face sound that has always been sort of at the ethos of what Moon Tower's music is. But then there's also this like surrealness to the branding and sort of the world building that a lot of these artists do as well. And we've really like tried to emulate that. We're sort of like think of ourselves as like pop French house. So we may talk about that a lot, but I don't I, like if you haven't heard it in an interview or something like maybe that's not something that you would expect. What is your favorite plant? I have a, um, a snow queen right now that my, our, our good friend Mike back home is actually taking care of. I didn't know you dropped it at Mike's. I dropped that on my dumb, there's a plant called a dumb cane. 
which has a, a very long name, but that's like the, the short, the short name for it. But I don't really like that one as much cause it's, it's been very difficult. The snow you- queen is a little bit easier and it's, it's got these beautiful conical leaves on it. Do you talk to your plants? Um, no. Do you sing? You should sing to them. You should sing to your plants. You should sing to your plants. I mean, I why don't like you sing to your I plants? I got the monitors in my room. I feel like they hear music from that. Can That's you sing? True. Can you sing a little tune for your plant right now, just to let it know that it's missed? Lanita, you're in good hands with Michael. <laughs> That's really nice. Well, that was, that was beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I've got some, uh, a sp- like, I think it's called spider grass, which is a type of succulent and that I got from a, a, a plant store within walking distance of her house. I liked it. It made me smile. So I bought it. I killed a succulent. I'm not, I'm not ready for plants yet. <laughs> I killed Jacob's other succulent with his, with his foot. <laughs> Didn't, was that the succulent you already killed though? Yeah. It was, it was kind of on its way out. That thing was so fragile. I like tapped it with my foot and like all of the leaves fell off. Oh, Wow. Yeah. I too have killed a couple succulents. <laughs> it's uh, It shouldn't be that hard to keep them alive, but it is. Notoriously easy to keep them alive. I've also killed a succulent. I overwatered it and it exploded. Yeah, I killed my little baby cactus. It like I think I also overwatered it. It like shriveled up. It's tough. <laughs> it was really sad. We we have we have a tendency as people to love bomb our succulents. <laughs> love bomb our succulents. <laughs> That's the new term for overwatering. <laughs> um, anyways, so who's your favorite Jonas brother? Joe. Nick. It's not Kevin. It's definitely not Kevin. Nick is your favorite? Sure. That surprises me a lot because you don't like um, people who are um, the, like. Deb is, Deb is a bit of a counterculturalist. Yeah. Also, like, Nick's kind of like. I'm um, saying Nick because you said Joe. Okay, that's exactly. <laughs> Were you trying to leave me with Kevin? Yeah. <laughs> My favorite Jonas brother is not Kevin. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't have anything to say besides. Like, if, if any one of us is Kevin. If any one of us is Kevin, it's probably me. It's probably yeah. you. I mean, you could also say the fourth option of the little brother that's not in the band. Oh, There's Arch- a fourth Jonas brother? R.I.P., yeah. man. Arch- he's not dead. You didn't know that? Did, no, I didn't know that. <laughs> he did die. I'm saying R.I.P. To, to him as an individual not being in the Jonas Brothers. He you know? probably is too, too young and didn't play drums. Yeah. The Jonas Brothers need to cover My Name is Jonas by Weezer. Yeah, they really they do. Should. I don't know why they haven't. What have they been up to? I don't know. Just busy being Jonas Excluding Brothers. the little brother from the band. That's what. Yeah. What is the little brother's name? Um, Frankie, I think. <laughs> <laughs> he was in Camp Rock because he, he was like a child. So he was one of the little campers. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. You remember that scene in Camp Rock where uh, the girl, this went viral recently, I think on TikTok, was like producing, <laughs> but she, she's just like spinning, like pressing all these random buttons. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. You guys should look that up. And then that's a great story. And then they yeah. go, wow, she's like really good. Yeah. That's the yeah. exact one. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I was crying. And that's actually what inspired Tom to get into music production. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Camp Rock. I don't remember. Do you guys remember any of the songs from Camp Rock? No. My hip. No. Of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> Rattle them What's, off now. Yeah, could, you, could you sing us a few? Um, no, that's okay. Is <laughs> it polite now? Um, moving on. Um, what's your coolest tattoo? I well, they have. We've got matching. Devin and I have matching seven stick and pokes on our rear ends. 
From college. From college. He was from our freshman year. Yeah, college. Is that a lucky number? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He keeps coming coming back. Seven seven oh one just keeps on coming. They're, uh, they're pretty faded at this point, but you should get them redone. Mine's mine's okay. I think I, I was the first to get one of the group, so yeah. You Noah was learning how to. The ink was starting to dissipate. She was yeah. she was learning how to give stick and pokes, kind of like uh, when when like the ear piercing happens in the Parent Trap. It's like oh, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna figure this out. <laughs> you guys were the guinea pigs. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't around at this point. I came to college late. And so I don't have a seven. Seven to, or yeah, Jacob doesn't have a seven. It's tough. I have a bunch of tattoos. What what was the question though? Um, your coolest one, or just like one that you like or would like to share about? I got call home like written out. I had like I just I like texted my mom and I was like, "Can you write call home on a piece of paper?" And I didn't tell her like what I was gonna do. And then I have it on my like right above my right kneecap, and I think it's cute. And it reminds me to call my parents. Oh, cute. <laughs> What is the largest animal that you could consistently take in a fight? Consistently. That's yeah. that's a wonderful word to add. Cause like you could get lucky. I feel like against any animal once I would take a kangaroo. I think I'd be a blast. Consistently. Dude, a kangaroo. Every time. How can you like once a week, once a month? What's Just my- you're, every time you fight them, you're going to win. So oh, like, okay. damn. Ant. <laughs> you said largest animal yeah okay i mean i feel like this is it could get dark really yeah quick. this is really tough I, we don't like, we don't and moon tower doesn't stand for animal abuse <laughs> no we don't but also like i'm gonna protect myself if like a, like a kangaroo is consistently trying to mess me up a kangaroo f- is is a very muscular individual generally. Yeah, you think you think could I beat could, the no, kangaroo? No, I don't think so. I don't Have think any kick? of us could take a kangaroo. I think kangaroos really, their videos of kangaroos really getting active. I think you just, they're not as quick when they're turning, like of, of kang. They're just kind of like... <laughs> I don't think you could take they're, one kangaroo, stocky, let alone so I think a consistent kangaroo. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I don't even think consistently I could, like, take a deer. Like, I think on the fourth time a deer attacks me, I'm dying. Like, for sure. It's like, these are big animals. And, like, I, I forgot deer, how to fight. Generations ago, I forgot how to fight. Natalie, do you have an answer to this? I should, because I've been asked this before. Um, I got this question. Tortoise. <laughs> Giant tortoise, sorry. uh, It was really early in the morning, so this is a terrible time to be asked this question, but it was from a Dutch worker. I was getting, it was before my coffee, and I got asked this question. (laughs) I I don't know. But I don't know, probably something small to medium-sized, maybe like a a raccoon or something. A raccoon? I don't know, I think a a a raccoon would mess you up. Yeah. They're, They're feisty. I think it'd go for the eyes. The thing is, the the raccoon would would lure you into a trap of sorts. Yeah, you'd be a part of their heist. There'd be a, a booby trap, a series of like like a Rube Goldberg machine of things that are gonna <laughs> you're gonna end up targeting. Are you saying that like the raccoons are like Macaulay Culkin and Home Alone? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what else are raccoons? So Devin and I purchased a video game uh, called Wanted Raccoon. The problem is, it's only available on Windows. Um, Guys, we're, we're, we're losing. We're losing people. I think I'm seeing the listeners drop <laughs> <laughs> as we're talking about wanted raccoon. I'm locking in giant tortoise. Okay, I could take an yeah, albatross. They're, they're really slow. I mean, I don't know if I could lift it, but I could like 
But you could just run away. How are you going to beat up a tortoise, dude? I could just try to flip it on its back. But it's pretty heavy. It's pretty heavy. But I just feel like it's also got a protective shell. I have a long time to figure out how to win this fight. Every time. All right. Fair yeah. enough. I'm, I'm sticking with albatross. I'm sticking All with right. kangaroo, despite Tom's opinion. It's a great question. It's it one of the best questions Thank that you. we've been asked. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. <laughs> That's the most we've talked all year. <laughs> so we already know that Tom likes the gas station coffee, but what are your 7-Eleven orders? 7-Eleven orders. I'd probably go for the jalapeno kettle um, brand chips. I love those. 7-Eleven has Very addicting. this brand of bread. I don't know. It like never goes bad. It's very sus. But it's like these pastries and they're all usually in Spanish. And there's one of them that is this giant loaf of like cinnamon roll bread. And it is, I, I don't know what drugs I'm allowed to say or not say, but it, it's drugs. <laughs> it's, addicting. it's addictive. It's an addictive cinnamon. I'm trying really hard not to swear yeah. or say bad words. It's we very hard we appreciate you keeping it family friendly. <laughs> but that, yeah, that's, uh, it is delicious. I can, I can eat a whole. Life. I don't feel like I've bought anything besides gas and coffee ever. <laughs> it's order. Can I get it? Can I get can coffee? I get a 48 ounce cup of gas, <laughs> a small coffee, yeah, and, a, and, and 12 gallons of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we timed this perfectly because that was my last question, and we're almost at the end of the hour. Oh, man. Where can listeners find your music and social media? Wherever you like to listen. We're on Spotify, Apple Music, Yahoo Music, I don't think AOL exists. Music, Hotmail Music. We uh, we put Hotmail our, Music now with stories. Yeah, our debut album is out. Please go listen to it. We love it. Yeah. We also released a short film that's on YouTube. Uh, it's a, a twenty-five minute film that tells the story of the, the album, the album's kind of a concept record. It takes place on a plane. We'd love if you'd watch that. Sunk a lot of time into that thing. Filmed it on a grounded 747. It's really cool. Our social media everywhere is at this is moon tower. M O O N T O W E R. This is moon tower. Keep your eyes out in September for a release question mark. Mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. maybe a house remix. Oh, I I, oh. I leaked it. I leaked it into the Discord. Yeah, not, not the actual audio. Yes, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good way to end the summer and transition into the fall. Into the this, fall this because tune. of global warming. I feel like summer is just never gonna end this year. I think we're gonna we're gonna be in for like and we're at our hottest November <laughs> on record. Probably. Well, then this tune will be even better. It will be even better. Well, thank you so much for stopping by KBVR today. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Woo!